Welcome back uh, to another <laughs> scrunched up episode, a game week review and a game week review put together in one. I'm your host, Tabin. Uh, if you listen to this on Spotify, um, just a bit of housekeeping to begin with. We do this show live on uh, primarily on Mondays. We do two shows, a, re- a review on a Monday and a preview on either a Wednesday or a Thursday, depending on the schedule. But now that since the game weeks are becoming um, shorter, we will be doing another live on Sunday, which I believe is the um, is the twenty seventh. No, that that makes no sense. Twenty third was yesterday, so uh, that would be the twenty eighth. We'll, the twenty eighth of of August, we'll be doing another live as we prep for um, game week five, which is what next Tuesday for because of the World Cup, right? So it, too long didn't read or too long didn't hear. Live show happens on YouTube every Monday and Wednesday, sometimes uh, on Sundays. But the uh, but the audio file will be on Spotify soon after the the live stream is done. So if you can't join us for the live stream, which is a more interactive experience, join us on Spotify. Basically, huh? Where does one begin in a week that promised so much? Right now, it's just me. The others will join in in due course. So I can let's get through a fair share of results that have. Uh, happened over the weekend some fairly inconsequential ones I think nobody expected Arsenal to go to Bournemouth and lose even though historically they've had a bit of a tricky time there in the past but if you were to actually think about it and just look at how fluid that team has been since the season kicked off or even even from preseason, if you actually want to go that far back it was going to take a massive upset uh, for Bournemouth to have gotten anything from that game and with Odegaard scoring two in the first half, it kind of put the game to bed. Bournemouth haven't strengthened well. Um, a lot of the team that came up, uh, a lot of the members of the team that came up are championship level, which is still a high level, especially compared to you and I. But little to, I mean, to, you know, <laughs> to no impact when it comes to the Premier League. That jump is so high. And Odegaard, who got two, William Saliba scores a screamer, therefore adding to his legend as the next best thing, the next best defender, the next best Virgil van Dijk. And we'll get to van Dijk. I think I'm just waiting on the others to to join in. Um, Vishnu was supposed to be a part of the episode today, but he's been held up with some work, who some of you will may know from last week's episode. So fairly, um, um, fairly run-of-the-mill routine for, um, for, for Arsenal, I'd say, at this point. Um, West Ham losing at Brighton is another big um, blow to their start of the season. I think they haven't scored any goals. They're on zero points. Uh, they're propping up the table at the moment. So not much um, going their way. They ex- they're expecting a win this week against Villa, but let's we'll save that for the preview section. Spurs, pretty run-of-the-mill, very like boring win against Wolves. Perisic heads on from a corner um, to... Give uh, to to Kane, who then t- taps it into the net. Um, Spurs run out one nil winner, one nil winners against Wolves. Apparently, they weren't very great to watch. Uh, Palace uh, seemed to be deeming Gerard to um, and to an early sack. Um, they were, they ran out three one winners against Aston Villa. Uh, Zaha with two goals and Mateta with one. Watkins has had one as a consolation. Uh, Everton uh, equalized. I think the dying embers of that game against Nottingham Forest. Uh, Fulham beat Brentford again in the dying minutes. Another last-minute stoppage time goal with Mitrovic rising above the Brentford defenders to to steal a winner at the end. Leicester, Leicester look like they're in trouble. They look like they're in deep, deep trouble. Um, they took the lead versus Southampton, but Southampton uh, equalized and then went ahead and saw the game out comfortably. Um, I think if there was a game that we could start off discussing, the most exciting game of the weekend was was Newcastle versus uh, Man City. Now, Man City went in pretty early, went ahead pretty early in this game. A great goal from Gundogan, who is this fast turning into this weird shadow striker that they've got going for the, for them at the moment. But then, you know what they say, right? Like when Man City take an early lead, 
it's going to be such a frustrating experience for the opposition team because they just don't give you the ball and that gets extremely infuriating if you're uh the opposite team but newcastle didn't take that to heart newcastle just <laughs> newcastle man they they ran right they were tearing city to shreds i think kyle walker had a horrible time against st maximan who I'm not quite sure if he runs or if he glides or slash slash dances his way through defenses. There's a bit of grace attached to that dude, and which makes for very very pleasant viewing. Right up until he gets to the edge of the box, where he ultimately fluffs his lines and the ball goes out for a throw-in or something. Very entertaining to watch, but um, and on most days, very very more hiss than mit, uh, more hiss, more miss than hit rather. uh and but but when it when it came to the game against city he was on top form absolutely amazing to watch equalized through miggy almiron which which further the narrative right like that wonderful narrative that was set when jack hillish uh, i think mentioned that mares was hooked off at during a, a city game last season because he was playing like almiron and that just gave almiron a chip on his shoulder and with no jack relation side he uh he ducked down to make sure that the team had you know the team equalized and then callum wilson with a wonder goal absolute wonder goal to um uh, to, to to give them the lead then here in trippier as if that goal wasn't enough scores a blinder of a free kick towards allison side and newcastle for about 5 minutes are in dreamland and then something really strange happens uh not strange i mean i mean you'd consider it to be pretty normal but harlan scores pulls one back and then kevin de bruyne does a thing that nobody else in the world would have attempted to do so kevin de bruyne somehow slots a pass rather than he nutmegs a player it takes a deflection as it nutmegs the player goes into the path of bernardo silva who then slots it to make it 3-3 now <laughs> it was it's kind of hilarious how um you know how <laughs> how that game turned out because for one if you're a newcastle fan for one minute it's pure euphoria and and, and suddenly like you're just holding on for dear life as city start to pile on the pressure so it's good that newcastle kind of found their way through and they've been doing their business in silence like no no rumors no um bidding was they have landed alexander isaac for what 70 million is is what the figures that's being quoted which is kind of nuts let me just pull up the article because nobody saw this coming i literally saw him score a wonder goal um <laughs> sometime uh like like about two days ago two three days ago and then i was introduced to something known as the alexander isaac cycle where he scores one goal there's a lot of buzz that he goes on a massive scoring drought and then um again scores a goal gets back into uh there's a massive buzz people want to sign him and and then runs and repeat it's a vicious cycle that uh that player that people have been making fun of for quite some time Yeah, here we go. 58 million euro pounds, so that's that equates to about 75 million euros. He joins Real Sociedad from Borussia Dortmund 3 years ago and has scored 44 goals in 132 appearances. Strikers also scored 9 goals in 37 games for Sweden. Isaac scored for Spanish side in a 4-1 defeat to Barcelona in La Liga this weekend. Yeah, he didn't he, he chipped us again, right? And I think that was enough for the Newcastle hierarchy to to sign them up. Tucker in the chat says Maguire and Ronaldo have to look great on the bench. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that. I'm actually waiting for um these boys to join us in. That's a game I really want to discuss because I stayed up extremely late to to watch that game. I'm sure all of us did if you were in the Indian subcontinent. So you never it was it was a bit of a <clears throat> a chaotic end to the, to my night so to speak. Yeah, as for as for Isaac, I, is it Isaac or Isaac? I think Isaac is what it is, right? Uh, they all Newcastle have also landed Joao Pedro. I, I think that there another 
um, then that's like one more player that they've got. I think for he's from Watford, and I believe there's another team that's chasing Ismail Assar. I, I forget which it is. Anyone in the comments knows? Just let me know. So if Isaac completes his move to St James, he will become Newcastle's fourth signing of the summer. Arrivals are Sven Botman, Matt Target, and Nick, Nick Pope, and eight, the eighth permanent arrival since the Saudi back consortium's takeover last autumn. Um, so you, Newcastle are doing their business smartly. Like there, there seem to be no hus- no no fuss, no no big furrow over anything. Just good, decent, decent business. Now, Sid's, Sid's here. Uh, hello, sir. How you be? Good, good, good. I mean, I'm really ecstatic this week. Finally, finally, after God knows how long. I'm so, just so happy uh, to be on the pod. <laughs> so, I, I've left that game uh, and the, the Leeds-Chelsea game for us to discuss. I've kind of gone through I think like even the City Newcastle game. Yeah, I mean, I like kind of just breezed through it, but I'd love to know your perspective on it and what you. I'm sure it's a game we all ended up watching because that was that late Sunday evening kickoff. None of us have anything to do. Um, yeah. I don't know. You probably had something to do. I had nothing to do. So I was watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually out at a friend's house. We, we'd gone out for some dinner. So mm. but I, I watched the highlights of the game, though. Uh, Dude, at, I think there were parts of that game where New, where City seemed like they had no clue what was hitting them. There was this, like, there was like a 10-15 minute spell where I think the possession was like 80-20 towards Newcastle. 95-5 at one point. City just couldn't get the ball. Wow. And this is Man City, right? Like we're talking about. I've, yeah, I've never seen that. I've never ever seen that. Even when Madrid beat them in the Champions League, Madrid didn't have that kind of possession. It was it was kind of insane. They just I kept... I'd never known City to be outpossessed. But but that's I mean I've never <laughs> known Eddie Howe teams to play like that. You know, like when Bournemouth played, they sort of played on the counter uh, more often than not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Fraser I don't on know. one side, uh, Callum Wilson. Yeah, you. you yeah, uh, who else? Jefferson Lema. Who else is there? Jefferson Lema, uh, yeah. Um, speedy guy on the uh, left. I'm forgetting his name. Wasn't but yeah, they were all like Jordan Ibe. A phobia. Uh, what about uh, what about the guy who uh, who went from United to Bournemouth? He scored like within the first Josh ten King. seconds. Like the f- Josh King, yeah. yeah. So uh, quite a few of them, right? But I don't think Josh. Yeah, is... so he's so he's always had that pace, like running behind, off the shoulder. He's never been possession football. And Newcastle, and and I think with this Isaac deal, I think it's almost done, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's done. No, they've, they've, they've got Isaac. him. I think you, I... Yeah, they've got him. Yeah, seven. seven oh, they've got seven, him. Okay, five. seventy million. Yeah. Yeah, seventy million yeah, pounds is what I read. Like, and you know what? Like Newcastle just going about their business quietly, no rumors, no, no nothing. Like you just said, there's no big uproar about any signing. Even the Bruno Guimara signing. He, I mean, one day he was not there, and the next day he was. Like, I can't believe the other clubs let that signing happen without stepping in. That guy is so good, and for the amount they've got yeah. him at. That's a steel deal, if you ask me. Forty-five million for Bruno Guimaraes. That's just daylight robbery. That guy is so damn good. I mean, I watched the game um, on the on Sunday, and Saint mm-hmm. Alan Saint Maximan did everything but moonwalk on Kyle Walker. That's basically what what it <laughs> felt looked like. He was dancing his way through, sending him one way, turning the other. Um, and like the way he breaks for that Callum Wilson goal is is amazing. He takes him one way, then absolutely shifts his pace onto the other side, and then sets up uh, Callum Wilson, who scores with the outside of his foot. What a finish! And I'm thinking, oh, that probably is not going to be bested anytime soon. In comes Kieran Trippier with 
a free kick <laughs> that is towards edison right like it edison anticipates it going the other way then doesn't then it suddenly catches him unaware as it flies back uh, towards his corner but highlight of that game till now and i mentioned this a little earlier was the kevin de bruyne pass for the bernardo silva goal that was a thing of beauty the pass oh, oh my god i was when i well, yeah for the i think for the third goal when i oh no yeah. was it the second goal no was it the third the third, goal, the third the one equalizer the the uh, the silva goal no was it silva yeah yeah Silva, Gundogan, yeah. or Gundogan, who scored it? One of the two, yeah. Silva scored it, no? But what a pass, what a pass. Dude, like, I don't think many players in world football ever, like, ever playing would have seen that pass. I haven't seen anybody play that pass ever. It's just, it was an absolute thing of beauty. It was, oof, that was so good. But I, mean, I, 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 I don't... Like, Fabregas could have seen that pass, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't seen well, Fabregas attempt that pass. I've, I've never seen a player attempt to pass, nutmeg a player to make a pass in the towards the uh, 18-yard box. Maybe uh, someone can jog my memory if there's been a, a pass that has led to a goal like that before. I don't remember it. I mean, I mean like, uh, Fabregas has given, I feel like, one of the best assists. Remember when he played at Chelsea... The Shurla goal, the very first goal of the season. I think is that was it the, the Mourinho era. Is it the where he the ball comes in from it, right? Ivanovic? He just uh, he just plants his foot, lobs up over the and then oh, right, lobs over the defenders, and Shurla just uh, finishes it. it. Well, I know exactly what you're talking about. On the edge of the box, he lifts it like the, the pass comes on the in, edge of the box. Yeah. Oh my god, that is a beaut. Oh, that's so difficult to do. I don't know how I, these boys do it. <laughs> I know these guys, man. Something else. Like I, that's why it's like when I saw that pass. I, I mean, obviously I watched the highlights of the game, and when I saw that, I was like, man, there's nobody in world football right now who could have seen that pass and forget seen it. Uh, I mean, made that pass. Like, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne. I think best yeah. midfielder on the planet, if not uh, yeah, Modric. without a doubt. I think I think he's the best player on the planet right now. The best player I mean, on the planet. Who, who would you, who would you put closest to him? Right, like right now on form, I don't think anybody. He's probably the best player on the planet right now. Yeah, on um, form. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying yeah. best player ever. I'm just saying in current in current form, I think he's the best player on the planet. Oh, for sure. And now speaking, I think that's as good of a segue as we can get to talk about former best players on the planet in the United versus Liverpool game. Now. <clears throat> Lead us into this, my friend. (laughs) Are we talking about the one that was on the bench? Are we we talking about the one that had literally one touch of the football? One telling touch of the football. We can talk about both. Because, see, I've been saying this for ages, okay? And you you know this. We've been on football groups. I've been catching a lot of shit from Liverpool fans. uh, Especially when I suggested that we, uh, Liverpool, don't renew Salah's contract. And that they focus their efforts on Mane instead. Salah is good at getting you the goals, but it really is Mane who does the grunt work on that left-hand side. And now you're seeing seeing it, right? Yeah. Um, you're like you're literally seeing. I, I know Liverpool have had injuries, but that Mane-sized hole is now being amplified. And in a game where um, Salah needed to step up, he uh, his he's slowly inching towards that poacher role that. That people and that progress to as when they hit their, hit their late thirties. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that fits a system where you already have Darwin Nunes, who's going to be that kind of striker, uh, where that he's in the box causing havoc all the time. And I guess that works. But the idea that Liverpool would swarm players and uh, you know push their fullbacks up, and Salah and Mane would be creating havoc on either side. I just don't think Salah has had it in him for a while. He may prove me wrong, and I'm waiting to be proven wrong. He may come back against Bournemouth and score four for all I know. Um, probably be the most captain player on in, in FPL this weekend. But 
like he was absent but you know i think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves let's build up to this game th- so you know what mm-hmm. i think i think all of i think anyone you asked even you know even the most die hard of united fans i think they all predicted a bare minimum of a tunnel loss i think that was the bare yeah exactly like, i thought, I, thought we, I mean it was it was more once they found out maguire wasn't starting it was a tunnel loss i think yeah. everybody like you'd given a united fan 2-0 loss at the start of the game they would have just taken it and said okay let's move on three games down three losses let's just focus on the next game you know yeah i but thought way, happened, yeah but the way they started oh my i think the first thing was when the team sheet came out there was no ronaldo no maguire no shaw i think mm. that set the tone because then you made bruno captain and the, it went back to being the bruno of old this was the bruno bruno bc by bc i mean before cristiano mm-hmm. so uh so i think I, and making him captain i think i think more than i think there was even varan and uh, lucha uh, licha lucha what how do you say licha. that licha licha mm. uh, i think finally, he's, finally he's, he got his center back pairing right mm. after three bloody games like I don't know why I, I he just, didn't start with these guys too. Yeah, I think Varan was slightly unfit to begin with. But oh man, when 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 Martinez uh basically like slide tackles Salah within the first 5 minutes first, and then Yeah, within I think it was the second or third minute I was like, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's on boys. Yeah, we're and, in the game now. Mm. Uh hello okay everyone in the chat. Hello, so we'll we'll get to um your questions and and like your comments in a bit uh but so this game is being is obviously against the backdrop of the of the glazer glazers are protest that's been happening and there were a lot of people outside the stadium who weren't being allowed uh in, into into the grounds i think 8 minutes into kickoff was finally when people started getting let in uh and and like a lot of people went to protest so you could everyone was already pumped up to begin with and of course it's a it's a derby it's near liverpool and Uh, English football's greatest rivalries uh, and Harry Maguire Cristiano Ronaldo and Luke Shaw are on the bench so uh, there's no like there, if anyone messes up today you can't pinpoint at any of those three as reasons as to why they didn't do too well in the build up to the game Ronaldo uh, kind of ghosts Carragher and, yeah, and he <laughs> you know so, why right Yeah because Carragher has been saying he's like he's the reason yeah, why exactly. you're not doing well. He's been calling so, Ronaldo out the entire uh, entirety of last season. Yeah so Ronaldo is uh, <laughs> I mean knows knows to hold a grudge it's kind of what spurs him on and I wouldn't be surprised to see him more involved in the Southampton game. But let's uh, let's just kind of address the game. I think the game was lost in midfield and also due to some very strange biz- uh, decision making courtesy of their backline i know joel matip is out i know ibrahim konate is out but joe and joe gomez Wait, can i ask and, you a question yeah who, can i ask you a question who played striker for liverpool firmino he was playing midfield firmino firmino was there in the game yeah that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> what i saw miller is the most attacking player like half the yeah, time Yeah, Firmino was basically dropping in the midfield. He did. Yeah. Where's like I'm like where is the striker like this? I I I obviously Darwin Nunes was red carded, but I'm like, wait, where's Jota? Then I realized Jota's injured. Then I'm like, okay, yeah. Milner is the most attacking player. But then I'm like, wait, Milner is a midfielder. Where's Bobby? And then finally oh. Bobby pops up in midfield like like 25 <laughs> minutes into the game, and I'm like, oh, there he is. I was like okay this is this is strange more than anything else more than bobby at 15 minutes in i was watching this game with my cousin i turned to my cousin and i say i haven't seen sala at all like since the since the martinez tackle i really haven't seen mohammed that sala that's because he was in malasia's pocket uh, oh that's oh, can we like give not uh, malasia his 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 flowers i think that? i think i think he was the man of the match personally him or licha were were the man of the match for me at least Yeah, those boys were just—they uh, <laughs> were—they were so, so good, so so good in the on the day. Thunderous in the tackle, uh, winning every ball. 
um martinez almost scores uh, <laughs> oh, one goal hey, that was martinez that was that was that was bruno almost scoring an own goal and trust me if it was maguire it would have it would have gone into gone into the net so i saw i saw a wonderful uh, so if you if you're not following alternative mufc i think you should yeah. really should I did, it's I one did, of those guys that do speech to text uh, commentary uh, of the game in alternative mufc says just cuz you're wearing the the uh, the armband doesn't mean you need to defend like mari maguire <laughs> so <laughs> Oh so, god imagine uh just like my heart especially in, in that exact moment my like just before that and my cousin turned to me and said we look solid defensively and i said don't and then the ball bounces off and bruno almost put it in his own net i have that never was a one nil down right yeah that yeah, was a one nil exactly. down i have yeah. never whacked somebody with a pillow as hard as i did that that even said you just shut up and you're not saying a single word until <laughs> this game is over <laughs> but you know what honestly I, apart from apart from the goal they scored i just remembered one chance that they had to be honest i don't think we uh, i thought i don't think it was a frantic last 10 minutes also i don't remember them having any chances in the like after they clawed one back i i don't remember them having any chances and you know what why did fabinho not start the game if he was fit to come no if he was fit to come on at old trafford for, for what 30 odd minutes i think he 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 could have played the first 60 minutes he could have right he could have i thought he could have played the first they have given them more control shut the crowd up because anyway confidence in the united team is brittle yeah so uh i mean he it would have quite like... in the crowd you know like because the way united came out of the blocks they were like they were like i don't know a kid in a candy store you know like just going at it yeah and uh, so cosmo in the chat brings up an important point he says a virgil van dijk has been exposed by mitrovic first now virgil van dijk has made some very questionable choices over the last three games and let's get into the first goal in the in the, in the game so that scored so the first one is like a one two that completely uh, oh. wrong foot trent So and Trent is just like uh, Trent. Funnily enough, is getting the run around by Elanga of all people. Elanga was roasting him oh, oh, for so long. Oh, and if Elanga I, had better end end product, he would have probably scored. I I feel now I feel bad. Uh, or rather, I understand that chance that it's just it's just pure bad luck that it didn't go in. Uh, because three things surprised me. In, two things surprised me in that in the build up to that. One. the pass by scott mctominay i'm like wow where did this come from you can pass forward uh, how did this uh, how is this even possible the last time you did that it went for a throw in so <laughs> bruno gets the, bruno gets the ball just about gets it to langa and i think he's about to score right and then it he started up. celebrating he ran he ran towards the crowd in celebration he, i yeah, think even ten hag uh, is celebrating uh, I I think he slightly miscued it like ever so, so I, slightly I think he put too much on like too much yeah, like Yeah he put too much on. yeah he put too much he slightly miscued I think it was too much power if he just maybe a little power off the ball was going to go in for sure Yeah that's like in the bottom corner and that and, yeah, and yeah. that's when I thought oh here we go that chance is missed but then cut to Trent doing Trent things <laughs> United exposed him so badly and i've been saying this for some time uh, dude as he's, as he he's is, an attacker in a defender's body trust me he's yeah. he's not he's he's not a traditional fullback he cannot defend to save his life i mean more and more the more i watch him i think it's only because of liverpool's high line high press that he keeps getting away with it in an england system i don't know if he's going to do well to be honest i think reece james has a much sorry, better chance to play as a right wing yeah, back than uh, trent does See the first responsibility of the right back is to defend. I think Reece James, Reece James, Reece James's quality, far yeah. surpasses um, uh, his Trent. Uh, Trent there. And if Reece plays as a third centre back in England's three uh, three man system, because then there's Walker a very plays. strong likelihood of Walker plays. Yeah, yeah. Then Walker might play the wing back position. Oh, you never know. Hmm. Yeah. So Trent, I don't know how he gets into that squad. 
especially on current form. So, honestly, at this point, uh, Brighton right back is better than Trent in terms of defending. What's his name? Uh, oh, Tariq Lamptey. Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, Lamptey. he's better at defending than uh, than uh, Trent. I I I love Lamptey. I'm, I'm surprised Brighton. I mean, Brighton have I want to quote the world, the sky for that boy at this point. So. Yeah. We, it's going to be very, very, very interesting to see when where where he ends up going. But then the ball comes in during this game. The ball comes in uh, to Sancho, and I'm saying pass it to Rashford. He's got a better shot, better shot, better shot. Instead, I'm clearly not the professional footballer. Sancho sits down, Milner sends Allison the wrong way. Meanwhile, all this time Virgil Van Dijk is just standing. And even Trent is just go back and watch it. Even Trent. Even Trent is just standing. Go back and watch it. Both Van Dyke and Trent are just yeah. standing. Trent is just standing because he got like one toed easily, and he just stand. Hmm. He just stood there and, and he doesn't watching change. Sancho. He doesn't make a move towards the ball. Both Van Dyke and don't make a move towards the ball. I, I must admit, a great assist by uh, by Bruno. Bruno was like Bruno was, Bruno's pointing kind of wow, like sure did yeah sure did the funny thing and is he posts he posts about it on his insta the next morning oh he did yeah he says uh, look sancho if you if you listen to me you'd have more goals now or something like that <laughs> it was on his insta story if you listen to this Hmm. If you listen to this on, but, but on the English what? commentary, you know, I think you can hear. You know what, like Gary Neville scream. Yeah, yeah, I do it. I don't know why they. I mean, I mean, right now you're in India, but once you go to US, you're gonna hear the voice of an angel, Peter Drury, because they took him out I of uh, uh, of of uh, England, and now he's in the US. Yeah, I think Arlo White is. is Arlo White's contract is up. And, I liked Arlo too. I don't know why. Arlo's too, but dude, Peter Drury is the best. We had Connor McNamara. Oh my God, he sounded so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, but you know so what? That, like, that, but you know what? I I think I think I can cut VVD some slack because he was stood there because he didn't know who, like Allison had dived behind him, so he just assumed hmm. that Allison had one side covered, so he'll have the other side covered. But he had, yeah, I don't think he had a clue that uh, Allison had dived the uh, the wrong way. Yeah, and <laughs> when that goal went in, I think there's a sense of relief, right? Especially for us as United fans, which is like, oh, okay, that goal's been coming. Now let's get through this. And I kept, I turned to my cousin and said, "Listen, we need another goal in this half because we are going to concede one for sure." It didn't happen in the half. United were great. I think towards the latter half of this, of the first half, they kind of wilted away a little, little bit. They sort of tired, yeah. Yeah. So it, and then the second half, they started once again. Started on fire, and Henderson, God knows what he's doing in the box, uh, ends up rather in the middle of the park, and then he ends up gifting a pass to Antonio to Anthony Martial, Martial. And at first, when I saw that run, I thought he was offside. But it's the shoulder that plays Marcus Rashford on. Yeah. Like he's, and then he runs through, and I'm like, dude, just whack it, whack it. Don't try any of your side foot crap. Just whack it, and it's exactly what he does. Bam! It, was, uh, it looked very bad uh, for Allison as a keeper because he got beaten on his near post. Yeah, and he and he left quite a bit of gap. If you look back and see, watch the goal. Yeah. Allison is showing him. All of the near post, and I yeah. didn't know if he was trying to confuse him. But Rashford, when when Rashford powers his shots and he doesn't give a shit, and he doesn't try to like gracefully uh, slide it into the bottom corner. Nobody's saving those. And what I hit, like I've been shitting on Rashford's ability, or rather his um, his performances for the last year or so because he's been so bad. He outworked. Yesterday was a second coming because. He was number one in stats, sprints, distance covered. I'm talking of all 22 players on the uh, that started the game. Yeah, all 22 shots on uh, shots, uh, sprints, distance covered, 
and one other stat where he was number one. I'm forgetting which one that was. I think it was Stakeons. Stakeons, is it? Yeah, I think it was Stakeons. So he was number one in all four stats that Oof. that matter in a game. And I think he had a fabulous game. Like he should have had one more goal at least. You remember where he beat a couple of players, beat Trent, beat Gomez, and then he took a shot. But I, 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 it either went just above the crossbar or clipped the crossbar. I don't quite remember. Uh, remember, but um, he should have had at least a go, uh, another one. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's a, there's the <laughs> there was we're talking about the time where Varane was basically juggling in the opposition box, and then he sets up uh, Rashford who kind of like side foots it into the bottom corner. But uh, and like, then he stops uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Just, just, just before that, like a few minutes before that, uh, okay. maybe even a minute or two before that, he he beats Joe Gomez in the box with a take on dribbles past another another guy and then takes a shot. Or, or maybe this was the shot that led to the corner where Varan was juggling. The yeah, ball, probably laid it off. Yeah, I think I think that was it. I'm not. I don't. And remember, but like so many near misses in that game. I think it was a nervy end because Salah gets that goal back. No, but I, you know what? Honestly, up maybe between minute 80 to 85, I was feeling jittery. But after 85, I was like, oh, they're going to see this through. No, no harm, no foul. Like, I, you're I, a I, for one, for, the, for like, for the first time, did not feel jittery during squeaky bomb time, you know? Yeah, I think once it got to the 90th minute and the way the game ended up going, I felt fairly confident that they'd see them that they'd see through the game, because especially uh, when he brought on the subs that he did, he brought brought on one uh, Bissaka, pure defender. He brought on mm-hmm. Fred, proper destroyer. Yeah, and Fred almost oh, there's that moment where I think Allison just about gets the ball as the ball is being slotted to Van yeah. der Beek. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That would have capped off a glorious display. And Malasia, I think, was having... Uh, he finished the game, right? Yeah, um, he did. Yeah, so he... That boy played out of his skin. He has that Evra build. I, I, that, he has yeah, that... That's, honestly, that's how I felt like watching him the entire game. I'm like, this is like Evra all over again. Yeah, like uh, he has that like Evra, that the way he carries himself and like he's got that same... He's on more or less the same height. Uh, you know, stocky dude. I was like, oh, this is... I don't know if things play out well. Uh, we could be looking at um, at the like the future left back for a few years. I don't know. I've said that about Luke Shaw. He has been our future left back for many years, but he's been absolute shite for most of it. Um, I said that about Com- Cameron Borthwick Jackson, dude. <laughs> Listen, I was a part of that hype train as well. Nobody could whip <laughs> a ball in like that, dude. Okay, the way that dude used to whip crosses in, I was like, who's the, where did he come from? <laughs> Dude sounds like a law firm on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm just heading down to Borthwick Jackson's. You know, figure it <laughs> Oh God! First it was Bootner, then it was Jackson. Oh, yeah, God, Alexander the number of Bootner. left backs we've been through. Then Alex Tellers. How could we forget about him? Alex Tellers? Oh, and there was someone before him. I mean, Rojo played there for a bit. <laughs> Ro, Daily Blind, who basically Daily ran Blind. games from left back for us. Uh, Daily Blind, everyone keeps talking about height and Daily Blind not having enough height. Him and Chris Smalling were so good together. Yeah, Funnily, not my not my fa- favorite uh, United centre back pairing. Since my my favorite United centre back pairing, post Fergie, for no reason but the sheer batshit craziness of it, was Eric Bailly and Marcus Rojo. <laughs> it's like. You had, you had just, it was chaos. I remember Diego Costa <laughs> trying to find both of them and it just didn't work out for him. And you know what? I was just reading a stat. Varan has lost four games for United. That uh, four out of 24 games United, uh, that when he, whenever he started as uh, centre-back. I mean, did he start with Harry Maguire? Is that why he lost those four games? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm Team Chelsea. If you want Harry Maguire, uh, we'll take the LeBron James of soccer for him. That's all we need. <laughs> Dude, we need another centre back. What do you? I mean, who who are you going to play in centre back? If you know Varane's getting injured, and when he gets injured, who are you playing in centre back? 
We have the other idiot. No. Bye. Lindelof. Lindelof. Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. I, you know, weirdly enough, I never thought this day would come where Lindelof has taken uh, a higher ranking in the pecking order when it comes to like defenders. I would much rather he be the third center back and they promote from within. Like you, know what, you know what? Like, so I don't know who said this. I, I know it was one of the pundits who said this, but I'm not sure who. I think it was Gary Neville. He said, if you play Lindelof with Van Dyke, Lindelof will be one of the best defenders in the EPL. I think Lindelof has is a great ball playing defender. I just think he gets caught. Like everyone talks about height. Lindelof is great, is a pretty tall dude, but sucks in the air. As opposed to Lissandro Martinez, who's what, 5 foot 9, but is out jumping everybody and everyone's mother. So, just, just so that you know, Lissandro Martinez has not lost a single headed duel in the three games in the Premier League. He has won them all. See, <laughs> I, I was about to make the argument to push him into midfield because. Yeah, I was going to make the argument. I mean, I, I, I was about to say it in last week's show. It was in my head. I don't know why I didn't say it. But I wanted to push him into midfield. But now that Casemiro is there. We still, just... need, we still need a, what do you call? You know what? I think he should play Casemiro and Ericsson. I think that's kind of what happened. Ericsson played next to McTominay, right? So Yeah, so why do you want to fix it if it ain't wrong? You, you just get a... You just get a better CDM next to Ericsson. Ericsson will be the man who carry. I mean, Casemiro will be the man who passes it for her. Ericsson and Bruno can then carry it forward for you. If uh, if he still wants to play his his possession based football, because I don't think it works. The one time we switch back to let's just play counter attacking football. These players are built for it. This just took me back to Ole's second year in charge when we finished second. Mm-hmm. It was classic counter-attacking football. There was it was no, very much like Ole ball. I'm not gonna like yeah, it was proper Ole ball. Like I mean, this reminded me of that uh, Daniel James versus City game. You know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like yeah, where Zinchenko got tore a new asshole. Exactly. So this is. I mean, we have the players for that. We don't have a players. Like the way City do that, that that are good with the ball at their feet. First, first things first. We don't have a keeper who can distribute. That's what they're looking right. I think by by the time the window ends, especially over the, the next week or so, we're going to see. Uh, we're we're going to see a, a new keeper coming through the door, like a number two to challenge David Gea. Um, you're going to see a center midfielder come through the door. This Anthony is almost done, dude. It's what 94 million euros. It makes no sense to me to have spent spunk so much money on that dude when you and even Gakpo. Apparently, they're in for both of them. I have like massive reservations over players that have come from the Dutch league. Now, Anthony's best season is half of what Depay scored in like that season at PSV before we brought him. So is he a striker or a right winger? What is he? He's a left winger, or a right winger, kind of, who, uh, and he's very, what do you call, expressive, like those, that proper Brazilian flair. Um, you don't know, but I, I, you know what I envision now? I envision a midfield of Casemiro and Fred playing together. The Brazilian national team midfielders will be together. I remember I sent you uh, the stat, they've lost only one game, they played 18 together. Yeah, I mean, one, lost one. International football is a very different beast, right? But imagine if Fred and Casemiro play together. I think Fred would definitely play. I don't see us conceding a lot. If 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 Maguire plays, then yes. But like, if those two play, I don't I don't see us conceding a lot. But then again, I don't see any ball movement. But then because both of them can't play with ball at their feet. Yeah, you need like you need a Frankie De Jong. I mean, as much as I hate to say it. You need Frankie De Jong. I don't know what's happening there. I don't know what chaos is unfolding there. They desperately need a, a Dude, Frankie they, De Jong. They, they're going to lose their centre-back, the one they recently signed. Yeah, the I don't know what Barcelona... For free. For free. Uh, I don't, maybe that's something we should look at as well. Jules Kunde on a free... I'll take yeah. him. <laughs> oh, I'd I mean? take him in a heartbeat, dude. 
Yeah, and then we'll give them Maguire for free. You can register him. <laughs> anyway, they were interested at some point, right? So, yeah. uh, but speaking of conceding a lot of goals, let's let's move, take our attention towards uh, Ellen Road on Sunday, where uh, Chelsea took on Leeds. And speaking of goalkeeping errors, another stupid idiot uh, who can't play with his feet, Edward Mendy, dude. What are you what doing? What was he thinking? What was he thinking? Oh my God. <laughs> Brandon Aronson. Like, okay, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I really do. Like you pressed him and then when the, when the go- ball is literally on the goal and you're trying to like uh, have a no-look shot. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The ball is anyway going to go in. Yeah, he yeah. probably knew it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, the, I mean, well, I, I, I don't blame, I, I mean, who do you blame for that first goal apart from Mendy? Because the back pass was pretty, pretty normal. Like, I don't know why Mendy took three touches. It's Mendy, dude. And I feel the moment he saw him being pressed, he should have just cleared the ball. And then the, and He then had a left. chance to clear the ball. That's what I'm trying to say. He, he could have easily cleared the ball. I don't know why he had to take the second touch and then the third touch. Yeah, so it's like, it, it makes, um, I don't know, some keeper. That, that was... Thing. This is not the first mistake he's made. I think that's why Chelsea fans are, are pissed off about it. Um, and rightfully so, right? Because now that gives Leeds an advantage in the game. The crowd is up. Rodrigo makes it too soon after. And bam, like... <laughs> and At that point... See, as much as I... Like, you look at Chelsea and you think, okay, I don't know where the goals are going to come from because there's no guaranteed goal-getter in that team. There's no striker in that team. And now there's a weird experiment of playing Reese James at right centre-back. I don't know for what, Joy. Clearly, like, negating all of his attacking prowess. Second half comes in, still more of the same Chelsea. And uh, Jack Harrison bundles up go, uh, the, the ball in for 3-0. Tuchel makes up some wild excuses like managers usually do. Uh, Kulabali gets sent off. Um, stupid idiot. Especially after having such a great performance. Uh, against Spurs the week before. So it's it's really... Uh, they're also kind of stuck in the same situation as us, as well as Liverpool. Liverpool looked like they're in more trouble because they're refusing to s- sanction any signings for the midfielders. They no, they need... They're desperate. They, are, they desperately need a midfielder. They need... Because Thiago can't stay fit. Uh, and Henderson... And, and, looks and not even Fabinho. Yeah. Fabinho gets injured quite a lot as well. Yeah. It's, so it's like you don't know. You you have no idea what um, like what midfielder is going to start the next game because well it's it's complete chaos with, with in that team. Um, once I, and then so I think um, Cosmo has a great point about uh, in the chat he mentions. I don't know why Chelsea attackers are standing on the ball and kicking it hard into opposition defenders' legs. I. I <laughs> <laughs> but you and know what is. like I, I'll tell you what like I think we've been saying this we've been harping on this for the last two game weeks where mm-hmm. we kept saying okay Chelsea played a really good game against Spurs let's let's not take that away from them but the first game who was it against uh, where they narrowly won 1-0 I think was it Everton no? uh, Everton yeah yeah Honestly, that game was so listless. Like Dode said on 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 that on our pod, it, you watching paint dry would have been more fun. Yeah, I, I just feel that's kind of where they're at now. And I, that I know the Aubameyang deal is close. They're they're going to sign him, and he's going to be uh, their their striker. But I I'm not quite sure if that's the long term solution, or maybe it's just like a putting a, a plaster over an axe wound. Hoping that, uh, or rather, the bandaid or an axe wound, and hoping that things will sort itself out, and they'll have a focal point in the attack. Uh, I I don't know. Chelsea seem they seem like a club that's been taken over by a new management that that's not quite sure what to do uh, in in the footballing world. But before, like we we, we know, we give uh, we shit on Chelsea some more. Props to Jesse Marsh, dude. I had them going down. Uh, that Rodrigo is the top goal scorer in the league, and he was deemed to have not fit the Bielsa system. 
So Jesse Marsh for all the dead lasso jokes that they keep throwing his way, and I am so sick of hearing that he is American. I am so tired of it. Yes, it was funny the first three times, like but it's done. It's over. It's an an American dream in Yorkshire. I'm like, dude, come on. Uh, like you, I I'm so sick of hearing Jesse Marsh being an American. Give me something new. Brandon Harrison also is American. Okay, that's I'm gonna make another uh, American based joke on it. Speaking of the Americans, the U.S. men's national team have a really strong core of players. Uh, watch out for them! I won't say this World Cup is, is a bit too soon for them, but I'd say a few years down, they they could be. Re- they could the be next World Cup is in the U.S. Yeah, and by then, like with that team being the way it is, Weston McKinney. Uh, there is a guy whose name, oh my God, I can't pronounce. They have this dude, Brandon Aronson, um, Christian Pulisic. If he can stay fit. Um, Dest also, I think, is there. Right? Dest is there, right yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. So, search your America, best. Yeah, I, I think football in America or soccer is now um, getting uh, <laughs> uh, like I'm waiting. I think there'll be a day when I'll I'll turn on. Uh, Fox, and then I'll have Skip Bayless and <laughs> and Shannon Sharp fighting over Christian Pulisic being called the LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I mean, Karthik has also mentioned in the chat about how much he, faith he has in Todd Bowley, who built a really good organization with the did LA the Dodgers. Do- did, did the Dodgers win the World Series? I'm not quite sure. I know all my latest update on baseball news is that the Yankees beat the Mets again. And the Yankees have been shitting on the Mets all over Twitter. That's that's my the extent of my baseball knowledge. I, I just know this Mets signed this new dude and he's got his own entrance music. Oh, really? Baga! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, dude! They play this song. I'll, I'll share it to you on our chat. They, like, they play the song when whenever he enters. This new picture that the Mets got, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't wow. remember his name. Something Diaz, Edwin Diaz, or something like that. I've, I've Z, oh, I see, Edwin to... Diaz. See, that's what Karthik Bhargava is like. Some Karthik Bhargava. I don't know where he's. I mean, shout out to Karthik Bhargava wherever In you the chat, are. Yeah. I don't know why you're watching baseball, my friend. Maybe it's really interesting, and if it is, you need to explain it to me. You could be the guy, like John Boy, on Twitter. Who explains base, um, crickets to Americans in baseball terms? You can explain baseball mm-hmm. to us in cricket terms. Ah, mm-hmm. he's a close. I knew he was a pitcher. Like he's the closing pitcher. Mm-hmm. So where are you yeah. from, Karthik Barkawa? I think you should put it in the chat. Where, where, where? Uh, which part of the world you're from? Yeah, like damn. Yeah. Uh, oh, da- he, he lives likes- in Lucknow. <laughs> uh, but he likes like, sports history. But he likes damn. sports history. Yeah. Uh, Shreyas has also commented in the chat. Says, "Guys, do you think Arsenal need defensive midfield reinforcements?" No. Why I would they? They, I have, think... they have two players on contract and one on loan, don't they? Yeah, I really wouldn't. I think you guys are yeah. good for now. I think. Uh, dude, Maybe Arsenal we... are right now the team to beat. Yeah, and we have them in about two weeks' time. Well, I think yeah, the game after Southampton is all we have to do is. Sit back, relax, and then play on the counter. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm more like, okay, that's the game you unleashed, Ronaldo. Oh, look, look, son. look. No, 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 no. Trust me. We cannot out Arsenal, Arsenal. We cannot uh-huh. pass, 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 pass Arsenal because their players mm-hmm. are way better on the ball technically. Yes. I fully agree. So, Sid, let's like switch into predictions for the let's upcoming go. game week. And we'll look look like uh, oh, we got lunchtime kickoff. Finally, I yeah. can watch the United game. I told you right. I'm not gonna watch them until they win. I mean, now you can. <laughs> now I will. Did you watch the Liverpool game? Uh, I didn't watch it the night because I told you I'm not gonna watch them until they win. When uh-huh. I woke up in the morning and I saw two, uh, I saw two one. I actually didn't see the score score line. Trust me, I just uh-huh. saw like 500 and something odd messages on my phone. Uh-huh. I knew something had happened and that I, I like completely shut off from social media, came back home in the evening on Monday mm-hmm. or rather Tuesday and then watched the entire game. 
I put my phone on D and D in the night, and then uh, I think Tushar kept pinging us in the chat saying, "You should be watching this game. Are you watching this game? Uh, is anybody watching this game?" And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not responding to anybody till I get uh, till I finish watching this game. And then eventually, when when it did, I was and I breathed that huge sigh of relief. Then it went on, started responding to messages and so on. But we have the lunchtime kickoff against uh, Hassan Hootel's tricky Southampton. Uh, <laughs> team, I don't know what to expect. You know what? I fully believe we'll go back I, to the United of old. Yes, two two. <laughs> this is my prediction. <laughs> Do you know what? I think we'll nick. I'll nick. The, we'll nick this one two one. Oh, you're going two one. Okay, we concede uh, first, or we? Oh no no no. We we gonna concede. I just think we're gonna score first, then concede, and then we're gonna score the winner. Okay, exciting game. um <laughs> i i have no i don't have as much faith as you do to <laughs> i fully expect the first game back that you watch for them to end up in a draw or a please no <laughs> finally some lifeline that i can watch cosmo uh, saying 2-1 you know what you know what just take off vishnu's name or something and put cosmo's uh, name over there let's let's see if cosmo can win this week yeah cool cosmo let's put you in here this this week So oh Cosmo said 3-0 lost to Chelsea in previous episode. You know what Cosmo? We're going to go back and play it and then see if he actually said a 3-0 loss. And he's a Chelsea fan that too. So I and don't know. And he's a Chelsea fan so I'm surprised he said 3-0 loss. Yeah, damn weird. Okay. Okay, Cosmo uh, says, "Hey, Cosmo says 2-1 Southampton, man." Oh, 2-1 Southampton. Okay. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Cosmo the suit sayer. Um okay. now in terms of the, the next game Brentford Everton. I think Brentford oh, getting this one. I think Lampard's getting sacked is what's going to happen. <laughs> Brentford he, he's my first I think I think uh, I have Everton going down. I do too. I you know what? I didn't but I feel if they stick with him they're going they're going to go Go down. to season go to season predictions. I don't know if Akshay updated it cuz I'm fairly certain I had Everton going down. Uh we you had my friend in terms of relegation Nottingham Palace and Everton. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have Everton hmm. going down. So I'm going for a 2-0 Brentford win here. I don't see uh, Everton scoring. Uh, Ivan yeah, Tony is super in demand right now. I think 3-0 to I think I think I think I'll go I'll go with the uh, Cosmo on this one 3-0 Brentford. He's also going 3-0. I can't see the chat as I'm entering stuff here. Yeah yeah, he says uh, he said 3-0 like and I can see the chat. Right, perfect. Karthik says Chelsea has that one game against a bottom off team where they lose three nil or four nil to them. Yeah, no, and he was That's right, and I kind of thought. <laughs> yeah, no, it's usually like West West Brom. They'll kind of uh, what do you call? They'll they'll kind of end up uh, conceding five goals. They'll they'll have that one weird anomaly game, and that I think yeah. Leeds might have been that game. but they still look very shaky i don't know I, i've been saying this for a full season in the game and they still haven't addressed it that's try they don't have a strike force as worthy of getting them the goals yeah i i i think there's one striker short of competing for top 4 yeah now brighton leads brighton, brighton. are unbeaten this start of the season i think but i think they'll concede in this game but i think they'll uh, come out 3-1 winners oh i i have leeds winning this one oh damn why I think they just they've been very unlucky. Uh, by the way, even Leeds have been un, uh, undefeated this season. Oh, Leeds are undefeated as well. Oh, then that could yeah, be. I think. I think, it's, uh, I think, I think they also have. The might just be the. Cosmos has two-two draw. I think two-one Leeds. Leeds have been spectacular this season, man. I think they're unlucky to be nine of nine. Hmm. Let me just pull up the. Uh, I mean, uh, so uh, Cosmo has two-two draw. I say two-one leads. You say two-one to leads. Okay. Cosmo is two-two draw. Cosmo is two-two draw. All right. Yeah. See, leads are on seven, uh, seven points too, undefeated. No. Right. Oh, great. Oh, crazy. Okay. Um, I think the only game they drew was uh, the uh, uh, the Saints game where they were leading, and then Saints came back and drew two two two. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, right. That was Saints the game. Team, that, 
Chelsea, Leicester. I think Chelsea are winning this comfortably. 3 0. Leicester look gone. But Leicester look listless. We might as well call them listless Leicester. Uh, oh, well, well played, well played. 2 0. 2 0 to the Blues. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Cosmos has 2 1 Chelsea. 2 1 to Chelsea. He, he has faith in his team this week. Liverpool, Bournemouth. Does anyone sense an upset or are we all going for like the 3-0s? I'm going for the 3-0s. Liverpool concede first, come back and win. 3-1 uh, oh. Liverpool. No, okay. So, so they've, conceded, they've conceded the first goal in their last seven Premier League. I mean, last seven games dating back to the last season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They've always played from behind. I mean, this reminds me of the United... Uh, team in 2020, yeah, where we always conceded and then came back. Yeah, kept yeah. coming back. And then, yeah. Such faith in that team. Cosmos has 4-1 Liverpool. Oh, no one's keeping clean sheets. Lovely. City Palace. Oh, I think Palace has something in this game. I'm going for a 1-1 draw. Palace gets something. Yeah, I'm going I for a 2-2 like draw. Two draw. Palace is City's bogey team. Yeah, they always cause him uh, an issue at the um, at the Etihad. Yeah. It is I always like a one-one draw. A one-one draw. One. Okay, going for one. I'm going for a two-two. A Desmond. Uh, you know, Cos- uh, 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 Cosmos has two-one city. Oh damn! Nice. Uh, Arsenal Fulham. This could this be the game Arsenal drop points in? No, it's a comfortable 3 0 win for Arsenal. 3-0? I don't think it'll be come. Okay, you're going 3 0. I think this will be 2 1. I think this is a game where Arsenal get a bit of a, a fright. I, I don't think Fulham are Fulham will probably be the toughest test they've had so far. Think of the teams they've played. They've played a Palace team that was out of sorts and then basically came back in the second half. They played a listless Leicester team and a Bournemouth team that looks out of shape, out of sorts. The way Did Palace the way Liverpool. The way Fulham attacked Liverpool. I think yeah. if they attack Arsenal, we'll see some. We'll see something, but I think Arsenal have enough firepower to get through. So I'm predicting a two-one uh, win to Arsenal here. Cosmos has three-two Arsenal. Three-two. That'll be a fun game if that's the that's the scoreline at the end. Yeah, that'll be really great. Now I think this is the game that inches uh, Steven Gerrard towards the sack. Who now? You can now you can always have the debate who was the worst manager, Gerrard or Lampard. Funny how life works. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I mean, Moyes could get the sack too. He's got zero out of nine so far. I, I think Moyes' job is more safe than Gerard's is at this point. And I feel West Ham come out of that. There was the result. I think West Ham come out of there two-one winners. I, I believe agrees with you. He says one-nil West Ham. I feel like West Ham are more united than than uh, than Villa. Are. I think Villa. He's lost the dressing room. You know what? I think it'll be a 1 1 draw. 1 1 draw. Mm, maybe this is the game. So when David Moyes gets his points on the board. Uh, Wolves, Newcastle. I hate watching Wolves. I hate watching Wolves. I really hope they get relegated this year. I just. But I, Why? They, what have they ever done with you? What done to you? Sorry. United Wolves games, absolutely oh, the worst. I hate, I hate United Wolves games. I can't stand them. But like, they're yeah. a really nice team. As a neutral, if you want to watch, they 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 play solid football. I would say yeah, they're very. I, I think they they're toothless up front without Pedro Neto or Jimenez. And Pedro Neto, they signed his for fifty million. Jimenez is uh, coming back this game week. That's what okay. I read. So, so if Callum Wilson is injured, I think Wolves get something out of this game. If he's not, and I don't think they took him out as a precaution, so I think he might. Start the, like start the game, and I think Newcastle run out uh, two nil winners. Cosmos has three nil Newcastle. I say. Then you do it. The Saudis will not want two one Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, two one to Newcastle. Okay, so we all got Newcastle winners. Now uh, Forest versus Spurs. What do you have? Spurs still don't look like they're clicking. I think they're almost there, but they're just missing that little sprinkle. Like no, that's, that's because Son's Son, yeah. 
Son hasn't come to his own yet. I think the moment he starts coming to his own, uh, we're going to be seeing those eight, six, uh, eight points, nine points from uh, Son like, and Kane both. From an FPL perspective, I am like having like he, he. I feel like he's my Jared Bowen this year, a little more expensive <laughs> than a Jared Bowen. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, I had Jared Bowen for six game weeks last year, and he got me like a sum total of twelve points. The moment I transferred him out, he started going on hat tricks and like assist, like uh, triple assists, and then I just couldn't afford him anymore. The asshole, <laughs> I hated him so much. So I'm, but I'm going to stick with Son and hope things work for the best. Uh, what do you have? I have, yeah, I have Spurs winning that two one, but uh, Cosmo has two one Forest. Could could also work. You never know, right? Like I'm, I'm going for a. A 3-1 to Spurs. I think they have enough firepower to get them through the line. Especially with the way Kane is going. I think Kane is purring. Like he's li- like literally just purring. And uh, I, I mean, you know what? If Kane scores two, three goals, I need his price to go up, man. Like he's... Come on, he's better than Haaland. Oh, for Once sure. Once Haaland sa- starts, starts getting rested, Kane, mm-hmm. Kane has to be a premium striker. There's no yeah, doubt sure. about it. Also, I mean, I, I think that's a good point you bring up because we may, may, may have made a mistake on the last episode. The international game week is not after game week four. I think it's on the 1st of October or towards the end of September. The next game week is on Tuesday, uh, the, yeah. uh, the, 20, the 29th or the 30th. I'm not, not quite sure. So, um, so we're not going to... Games are coming thick and fast. So if you've got an FPL um, dilemma... Join us, join me on the weekend where we'll run through um, the game, run through like lineups before half an hour before the deadline. But that's that for now. Anyone have any more questions? We'd love to answer them. If not, we'll, I think we can call it a day here, my friend. Yep. Cool. Uh, this episode will now go out um, on Spotify in another hour or so. Not much to edit. Pretty straightforward episode. Except, except the bit in, at the start of the episode where I'm rambling. But besides that, <laughs> uh, we'll see you on Sunday. I, I think, can you do a Sunday stream, Sid? Yeah, maybe. I think uh, if you're watching the Forest Spurs game, we can do the we can do the sp- stream while watching the Forest oh, Spurs do that. game. Yeah, that's something we could end up doing as well. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, yeah. this has been fun. Uh, we'll see you uh, on the weekend. Hopefully, United won't ruin another great weekend. It's so nice, you know, to have United win. Uh, I know. Uh, on on a <laughs> uh, on a Monday, not ruin the weekend. So, so I didn't have to worry about them all weekend. Great fun. Sundays, India versus. But, but you know what? Like, if 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 they if they win on a Saturday early kickoff, it just makes my weekend. Yeah, it's like I can sit peacefully watch. Whoa. I can watch Arsenal drop points. Cosmos says Sunday. India versus Pakistan too. Is it the Asia yeah, yeah. Cup? So Asia Cup starts, yeah. Ah, nice. I'm not going to get tables anywhere. Good fun. Super Sunday. Nice. Because I know there's F1 also on Sunday, so. A lot, lot of sports to catch up on this weekend. Yeah. It's gonna, I'm just going to park my ass at home then. Mm, lovely. All right, my friends. I think that's us. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. Yep. Uh, See you soon. Cheerio.